You are listening to Based News Network with me, Kayo, a.k.a. Punk Revolution Now, here with Sophie, a.k.a. Joan of Arca, on Instagram. Say hi, Sophie. Hi there. Thanks so much for tuning in. We've got some very epic news this week. We got we actually got a lot of news here. It was almost overwhelming deciding which epic news to talk about because... Indeed. Um, but we, we I mean, we're going to start with the biggest... I think we should start with the biggest news of the week. That's uh, the, the She-Hulk. Um, oh, the, yes. the Was it Marvel? The uh, she, what's, it, what's it called? She-Hulk attorney, attorney at Law. She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Yeah. Which we basically... Uh, realized is just the feminist version of Better Call Saul. Feminist Better Call Saul, yeah. So if you like Better Call Saul and you're maybe <laughs> a little bit of a liberal or progressive like us, you can watch it and it's just basically a better version of Better Call Saul. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, what's that? What's the name of that character in Better Call Saul who's a woman? Oh, Kim Wexler? Yeah, it's kind of like a, Quim Lex- a Kim Wexler spinoff show. R- yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So there's three episodes out. We watched it. We wanted to watch it because there's been like a lot of controversy over a twerking scene um, mm-hmm. with Megan the Stallion. And Which I gotta say isn't even in the episode really. It's no. Like at the and the no. end of the credits. I like how that like Marvel's like keeping with its like film tradition and like having these after credit scenes, which is like even though it's like a TV show, which is amusing i guess like i i will preface this like i am not a marvel fan i've really never been one never really enjoyed neither marvel have i stuff so yeah. i am a little bit biased i mean well we're not a biased organization but i'm putting that aside and i you know i wanted to watch it with an open mind and i wanted to see you know what the hype hype was all about and let's just say the twerking I, scene lived up to the hype <laughs> Let's just say yeah. I wa- let's just say we we rewinded it and watched it like seven times. Uh, um, Sophie, did you? Oh, Sophie, did you notice that like because each episode is like half an hour long, and the credits yeah. are like f- and the credits are They're like so long. I know, but the no, but Sophie, the credits are like six minutes. I know. It's insane. Like like I finished the episode three and I was like, okay, uh-huh. there's still eight minutes of the episode left. Why are we having yeah. credits? And then I was like, oh, okay, because there's an ending scene, but it's like the credits is still like six minutes. You fast forward for six. It's, it's I don't like know, a, I get it. It's like watching a movie. Like, it's literally like the credits of like a film, like yeah. that you would, a Marvel movie that you would see, like the same kind of design, like art and like their fun credits, you know, at the end of a movie. And then, then you see like the after credit scene that you would see in a Marvel movie. And like, not really sure if that translates well to like a TV show. I don't think it really does. I think it's it definitely weird. doesn't. Like no like, one's gonna watch five minutes no. of credits. You know what I mean? To get to an end no, on TV, you literally not. hit the exit button and switch to a different show. You know, you're not like in a theater movie theater exhausted after watching two and a half hours yeah. of like the Hulk 3D punch you in the face. You know right. what I mean? And like, I, and I know people like. Like the like, I know Marvel's like famous for the after credits scene, but like, this is like a TV show, and like, yeah, like we as viewers do not care. But I have to say though, I I don't know though because I feel like they're already doing so many things in this show that are Mm -hmm. they're sacrificing the quality of the show for the sake of appeasing hardcore Marvel fans. That like, I, I I I feel like I'm I'm watching it. And I'm trying my best to follow. I'm like, they're okay. They're clearly, clearly referencing other Marvel movies I haven't seen. They're clearly refer yeah. like it just feels like it's a show that like is designed to like excite uh, yeah. hardcore Marvel fans. So well, it's I guess that's like the phenomenon of like the MCU, right? Like the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe, and like how that's like just a whole like phenomenon culturally and like. I guess they're like running on the assumption that like the person who's watching this is like really familiar with Marvel content or like I don't know like <laughs> I feel like a lot of people like know Marvel stuff I I don't but like I think a lot of people do and do I mean I, mean, I, I guess, guess so I I just I don't know like I mean I who is this show for is the question I mean I, I will say I watched it with a friend of mine who's a lawyer um and mm. and he was really oh yeah that's yeah yeah you know who i'm talking about he was really con- yeah. he was really confused like the entire time because <laughs> like 
I think it's I think the audience is very specifically for people who have law degrees, who are feminists, and who are really into the Marvel comic universe, oh which God. sounds like a small amount of people, but I think it actually is a lot of people. <laughs> really? You think this I think show so. is for lawyers? I feel like okay. the show does... Oh, oh, oh. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Remember how we saw on Ron Tomatoes the critic score was super high? Yes, 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 yes. And then the audience score was like 50%. Yeah. That's because this like there's like a group of people who I don't know, like are just just really isolated from the rest of the world who live in like cities and are huge Marvel nerds and some of them become movie critics and the other half become lawyers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like it depends how rich their parents are. Like if they're right. rich enough they become movie critics. Um, yeah, I think I mean I, th- I think that this the show is is like following the trend of just like really poorly received like feminist Marvel content like Captain Marvel and like uh what's the other one Black Widow, which were like both really like not great according to fans. I've never seen them. I I I know a lot of like people have called out like the criticism and like deemed the criticism like anti-feminist and like misogynistic which i'm sure is true to like a certain extent i'm not really sure like i haven't looked hugely into it but like i noticed that like like almost immediately the show was like sort of a little bit like tongue-in-cheek like like you know poking fun at like a certain like population of marvel fans who like are anti-feminist and like you know, yeah, like, they hate, were def- like the yeah. female superheroes, and like also yeah, sort of was... like poking fun of its at its own history because like they, I mean, the character She Hulk, like they named it that, right? Like in the past, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. And then like yeah. in the show, like that character is like, oh, they just like named me this. Like I had no choice in my name, and it's so stupid. Like, you know, like yeah. it's like kind of like <laughs> it's supposed to. I I think it's trying to have like a very like modern voice and like be sort of meta and like a little bit like i don't know self-aware but i think it it i mean it's an interesting idea i mean i think the thing is is like yeah they do they do obviously like hint a little bit at different feminist kind of ideas i one thing that stuck out to me was like you know being the hulk you have to be careful and monitor your emotions because if your emotions go out of control you become the hulk Mm. and they were saying Mm. oh you know be careful you have to be you have to be good at monitoring your emotions women women are like i have to do this all the time yeah and like as you know they obviously like kind of critiquing this idea that women can't control their emotions as well as men can but then she hulk is actually better at controlling her emotions and you know this is like all fine and good feminist message none of it is cringe at all like i don't like the, i think all the feminist stuff they include in it is perfectly fine and actually maybe somewhat creative uh i but i think the reason why it's got such a low score on rotten tomatoes is literally because the show just is it's just not good like we watched the first three yeah ep- it's horrible we watched the first three episodes i'm not gonna watch episode four when it comes out we just forced ourselves no. to get through it for this show like it's not a good show and it's it's yeah see we put a lot of work into this yeah show. yeah exactly like <laughs> There's going to be people, there are going to be people who are just irrationally throwing a fit because they just hate feminism ruining the movie, even though there's literally hardly any feminism. It's just like sprinkled in there as some actually kind of creative jokes. I will say, Kayo, I think, I thought it was a little bit cringe. You thought it was a little, you thought the feminist stuff was a little cringe? I thought it was a little cringe because... The, the twerking think... was, the twerking was a little cringe. That I'll <laughs> that give you. That was very cringe. Well, here's the thing. I think like... I have this sort of, I have a unique perspective, I think, because, or, well, I think I share the perspective of a lot of women, actually, it's like, I think I said this in an earlier episode about, like, when I, remember when I was talking about they slash them, I was talking about representation and, like, how I wish, like, they wouldn't fuck it up so bad and, like, make us seem so cringe. Yeah, yeah. Like, because I'm a part of the LGBTQ community, it's, like, a similar, like, perspective like as a woman like i want feminism to be represented in a non-cringe way and like it wasn't the most cringe thing i've ever seen by far but like i don't know just like i see like those sprinkles of feminism that like 
I think otherwise wouldn't be cringe, but I'm just been so like brainwashed by like the internet that like I just like anticipate what like a misogynist will see when they see that, you know, or think when they see that. That well, that's like sad. I'm already just that's really I'm sad. already envisioning. Yeah, it really is. Like I'm already envisioning in my head like like just like every single feminist thing in that show. Like I just like can see like a guy just being like, oh my god, this is so fucking stupid. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go tweet about this and like be like a misogynist using somewhat feminist jokes in the show as an excuse to be abusive on twitter basically yeah i just like i just like am anticipating the backlash and like how that's gonna affect like how men see women even (laughs) just like you know like i just think it's like i wish there were like a feminist a show that like didn't say like say it was feminist but showed through its actions you know like yeah yeah like just like make a cool show about a woman and like you know, and don't, like, have to, like, be so, like, in your face about it. Not not that that's bad, but, like, I think that's, like, that idea has been corrupted in my own mind just by, like, I already anticipate how men are going to react to this. Mm. And it just, like, I can see it and it hurts. Like, I just know what they're going to do. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, there's a couple things, though. One, I feel like if you're going to make She-Hulk, you know, like, you're going to have to like you gotta make a little bit of funny jokes about like that are like a little bit meta that's true you know what i mean you definitely do and i think there's nothing wrong with the jokes i think i've just been have like internalized misogyny i mean that sucks no that sucks like Like, yeah i can't enjoy i feel like i can't enjoy like feminist content i feel like i would have loved this show when i was like 12 and one other thing too i have to say that's pretty sad is that like so the, the creator of the show, Jessica Gao, obviously a woman. She actually was someone who, uh, she wrote the episode uh, Pickle Rick for Rick and Morty, which is, my, you know, one of the greatest. So that is where my mind changed. Yeah, exactly. That's when we realized she's actually a creative genius. But the thing is, is this show is great, actually. But I mean, the thing is, though, like, don't like if you're in charge of writing She-Hulk, you know, they they you're 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 the person they hired to do it. It really stinks because you have this additional pressure now where if you are, you know, if you create a show and it flops, that stinks. It happens all the time, though. But if you're a woman writing a show Mm -hmm. about being a woman and it flops, not only are you letting down like this MCU audience, but you're actually going to get a lot of inevitable misogynist hatred. Like, oh, women aren't capable of, you know doing a, a good show you shouldn't let women be heroes and you shouldn't let women write you know m- movies for the superheroes that's just like inevitable it's like an additional pressure i just know what's gonna happen like i just no matter what though like even if the show succeeds i feel like it's still that backlash will be there yeah um, that's true hmm. it's like i mean here's the thing like why do they need to make this show i don't like, know <laughs> that's actually a good question you're like, right you're they, right like why like yeah. it's such a ridiculous idea like she hulk attorney at law like it's so ridiculous it's like almost kind of intriguing because it's so weird i mean we watched like, it and we're talking about it yeah we watched it yeah but it's also like we did not we really did not need this like we don't actually we don't need any more marvel content i think i've been out marveled i agree um but if there were to be new marvel content like how about you guys like literally use any other like s- like original female superhero that's like not like a version of a male superhero cuz then yeah. I mean they tried that with Captain Marvel and it flopped. I think I don't know, it feels like impossible. Like I d- I don't know like what I don't know how to get like misogynists mm. to like view women as human or like mm. I don't know what to do. Like what's the solution? I don't know. But like Damn. definitely not this. That's that's grim. That's grim. <laughs> but I think you're unfortunately right. Like, maybe yeah. it's it's nice to, to fantasize a world where Marvel's going to put out She-Hulk and it's going to be, like, this funny, awesome show. And misogynists are going to be like, oh, actually, you know what? Maybe there can be some epic female heroes. But it, that's not how reality plays out. Instead, it's just, mm-hmm. it's it's cringe. And then there's an infinite amount of, I mean, I don't know. Like the thi- Okay, here's one thing, though, I have to say. Don't you think, mm-hmm. don't you think with, like, the Megan the Stallion twerking, they're kind of like, mm-hmm. it's almost like they were asking for controversy and, like, fighting oh, on Twitter literally. for the show. You know what I mean? You know, that's probably what they want. Which, like, but that sucks. And, like, it sucks. No, it's, like, at the expense of, like, women and, like, yeah. female writers and everything like that. Or, like, women yeah. in 
this industry. And I feel bad for Megan Thee Stallion, too. Like, I could tell Megan Thee Stallion was, like, literally, like, I could tell from her acting she was literally excited to be, like, on, Mm. in the Marvel Universe. Like, that's how I felt, like, and ultimately, it's, like, now she's getting a lot of hatred on the internet from, like, guys who just can't, can't stand to see, like, a goofy, dumb scene. Like, hey, it was really cringe. I, I know, I but Jessica Gao created like Pickle so Rick. Pickle Rick is like just the yeah, epitome of true, cringe the entire time. Like, chill out. Like, let that. Like, it's supposed to be stupid. And if you're a misogynist on the internet raging about it, yeah. you took the bait. You took the bait. That's a that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, you once you like you find out that she made Pickle Rick, which is like a masterpiece. So like. You guys should be worshipping her. Exactly. All you misogynists on the internet, you should be worshipping her because she literally invented something that you guys, like, have memed into oblivion. Exactly. And it's all thanks to her. So you should be grateful. Yeah. But that being said, like, back to what we were originally saying, the plot is really bad. It relies a lot on, like, you understanding, like, Marvel references, which is, you know, fine. But they even had, like, a tongue-in-cheek, like, little line about that, like, okay, like, not every... I also hated how it was, like, breaking the fourth wall oh, and she's, like, just talking Jeez. to you. That was really cringe. Like, she's like, there's not going to be a cameo every episode, except there is, lol. Like, yeah, it was really dumb and, like, oh, come on. Like, there are more creative ways to, like, tell a story. Like, you don't have to rely on, like, this... It just, it didn't work for me. No, no, um, no. It was awful. No, it was awful. It was. Yeah. I was, and I tried. I tried. Weird, I really tried like, to like it. You know. Yeah, the way the way that she turned into Hulk was really weird and like dumb and like. I think it's just the Marvel, the MCU is just pure brain rot. Like it's just yeah. done. I feel like it was a pretty average Marvel show. Like I've seen worse Marvel movies and I've seen better Marvel mm-hmm. movies. I just think Marvel blows like really bad and like this is like an average marvel output but it's getting true but it's literally just getting way more attention and hatred because of like the the misogyny kind of debates that are like all over twitter over the twerking scene uh i don't have anything else to say about it do you no no okay i i I just saying that like i i won't be i probably won't be watching any of the upcoming episodes and i i hope that like we can shift our focus to other media that's better oh good this. that's a good transition to our next topic <laughs> which is ai ai art winning oh. and ai yeah so there's a digital where was this guy sorry folks we got to get the fact checkers there was an ai art contest for digital art Basically, someone submitted AI-created art, and for those of you who don't know what AI-created art is, it's basically, like, the computer makes art for you yourself. You just put in, like, you type out a prompt, and then AI, artificial intelligence, will just kind of, like, create um, the artwork itself, which is very futuristic, very cool. I think there's, I mean, yeah. I think there's a lot of reasons to be excited about it, but you can imagine that, like, someone spending a lot of time on Photoshop hours and hours maybe taking some real life photos up uh importing it to their computer working for hours it takes a lot more work and love and effort and passion than literally just putting in a few keywords into a box pressing enter and then getting just like this digital art that's automatically created in like 30 seconds and then submitting that to an art contest and winning first place that's so bleak and sad. It's bleak and sad. I I don't know like that that was picked over like human done art. Like that's yeah, very Yeah. I mean, were the were the people judging aware that it was AI art? I'm guessing no. I don't know if they were because then they would I'm guessing that would be against the rules. Well, the thing is is like why would it right? why would it be against the rules? You know what I mean? Like if the contest is digital art, I don't know why why like if you're going to create digital art, why restrict yourselves from using tools that are like better than others you know what i mean like if there was hypothetically a photoshop competitor that was like that came out and it was like way better than photoshop would people be restricted from using it like i don't know i don't well i mean it's literally like random like i mean it's not random but it's like literally like no effort was put into it like yeah yeah it seems like that would not be allowed, but maybe it is. I don't know. Well, I don't know, though. Like, I, I, I think there's lots of times where artists will work a long time on a work of art, and it comes out average and mediocre. And then there's times an artist will literally just, in one second, swipe, you know, a paintbrush across a piece of paper, and it looks freaking incredible. Or maybe they upload one filter onto their 
photo onto a photo and it looks incredible and it's like just because something's easier in my opinion doesn't necessarily make it worse but i mean obviously this is a contest which does add this really weird like I, I don't know i think it's kind of the lines are a little bit blurry it's really hard to say at what point does like digital tools just ruin like the the, the spirit of competition mm-hmm. you know um i mean i don't know though like i will say i think the art itself that one is like really really boring as fuck yeah. like I mean, like, I, like, I think it's kind it's of, like... It's, like, very soulless. Like, you can... Just... It's very soulless. Yeah. I mean, okay, so, Sophie, remember when we went to the museum on Monday? The cloisters. And, yeah, we went to the cloisters, which is, like, a medieval art museum. And for those of you who aren't too familiar with medi- medieval art, um, a lot of it is, like, n- like, you know, not as, like, complex or photorealistic, obviously, as late later eras of art lots of people actually don't even like medieval art but sophie and i were blown away because Mm -hmm. we were looking at it and just thinking about the amount of love and passion and years and years that went into making the art that's so that's the that's the key i think like exactly like i would rather look at like uh like a really simple piece of art that had like a ton of love and effort put into it than like an incredible ai generated art i actually had a similar experience yesterday i went to the the minnesota state fair and there's like a there's a building where like people have like all their creative art and like there's all these like insane like categories like crochet like insane like (laughs) the best there's literally a contest of like little boys pajamas like who could make the best pajamas for little boys and the theme was like trains and they all had train patterns like the most like weird shit and like really like lots of art like done by senior citizens or just like random people in minnesota like there's all kinds of stuff and like i don't know it's just like cool to see like the amount of work put into these things that and like they some there were like contests for like best stamp collection best um like scrapbooking and it's like it's i don't know it's just very sweet to see like all the work that people and love people put into these projects and like yeah i think that's like a big part of its charm yeah is seeing that effort and love and like oh definitely yeah that's what makes the art important and meaningful yeah it's interesting this you know i i kind of think of like two kind of really vague simplification like to simplify like two big categories of art you know one that's like art that's made because it like evokes emotion from you or because it's cool and creative whatever and then there's another category that's literally just like corporations are like um okay so we're printing this flyer out and we need like a little design on it um i guess we'll just Mm -hmm. hire an artist Mm -hmm. i'd say for this like ai generated stuff it's gonna be it's gonna be freaking wonderful for corporate corporations and corporate art oh my god yeah they don't have to they don't have to pay like graphic designers to like make this stuff which kind of sucks like i've been i this summer i got to work with like a lot of those people and i hope i hope it won't be too much of a threat but i don't know it's 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 a it's a tough one you know it's like i think in that sense it's really just a very simple case of your job being kind of rendered no longer necessary because of automation. And it's not just artists. It's something that's happened over and over again with cashiers and, pe- you know, different, like, you know, com- companies being able to hire less people because they have now machines that can just kind of build stuff in factories for them. Um, and it, it usually works out okay. Like, like those people who lose their jobs do eventually get other jobs elsewhere and you know it does kind of usually result in things getting a little bit cheaper because robots can make things cheaper than humans can but i mean it's just really disgusting the uh the the destruction in the process of automation of people just you know so many people hundreds of thousands millions of people lose their job to automation and they have their whole lives upended they might have to move somewhere else it's really just like a really disturbing and destructive thing yeah. even if it works out in the long run it's still like, really depressing i guess like seeing seeing this in like the realm of art even like feels worse i guess yeah yeah it's like even art is like being automated i think we need to shame people like if you're a corporate if you're a corporation who needs a little image fine go ahead use your damn ai art we don't care we don't like your art anyways it's yeah, just you're just make, you know you know what you know what um she hulk looks like a corporate art drawing yeah seriously it literally like, is just a green, big corporate green, art big show. like her like big proportions oh, her like the, green the proportions her, of her body and her, yeah and her green 
skin and her oh like my God. insane yeah, hair. Like they want all... She literally, literally looks like a corporate is. art drawing. Like that's like a good like metaphor for like. Or oh whatever. my God, that's like the metaphor for the whole show. Exactly. I think though, like when it comes to like real art that people like connect with on emotional on an emotional level and stuff, like mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you're someone who's having like an emotional connection with something that like a computer spit out in like three seconds then I'm going to shame you and you need to get better taste in art. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I agree. I think I think there is like a space. Oh, I hate to talk like you. What did I just say? I think there is a place for like AI art in like, it's a little bit fascinating that like it can, AI can do that. Mm-hmm. I think it should have its, maybe its own separate category. Cause like, I feel like I can appreciate AI generated art just for the sake of, its existence meaning like wow oh yeah like the fact that this is possible is really insane and like it's yeah, kind of yeah. kind of a little bit like eerie and like creepy mm-hmm. and kind of like i have like a little morbid fascination with it like i don't know it feels like crazy like especially if you put like kind of philosophical like weird prompts into the the search bar and like seeing what what comes up it's just like it feels like it has like a mystical appeal to it i guess it's cool it's cool it's like a cool toy yes exactly it's like fun and like a little bit it's like cool to see like what will be randomly like not randomly generated but you know what i mean like like it's it's cool to see like the outcome and like it's fun to play with it's fun to appreciate for like its own sake but like it it should it holds no cigar like no candle to like like you know real art (laughs) well i i don't know i have a confession to make i have a confession to make okay um so you know how i just on friday i uh or it's two days ago yeah i released this song called um snood snood jamboree by um the art ai generated the the album art is ai generated (gasps) what yes i know i know i i I know but the thing is is like yeah yeah let me like let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. It looks really cool. I exactly, like it. exactly. Yeah. It looks it looks exactly what the song is. I'm like, and it's like it's an electronic did, song. The, yeah. How did you like? What did you write to get it? So then, it, ah, this is so lame. Like, oh yeah, oh how did I? Oh, I I put so much work into you're it. I caught, I went. You're literally caught in in being hypocrite. I'm a fucking hypocrite. I know, it's but okay, you know what? Kyle, like, it's cool. It's like all right, fine. See, this is what I think. I think it's cool in certain situations. It's not like you're yeah, like exactly competing like in a contest. Like, and it, it's not. It's like it's different. I think. Like, I think it has its place. Why would I hire some random person on Twitter? Give them two hundred bucks, and just for them to make. You should have hired me. I mean, if I, look if. Yeah, sorry, Sophie. But I'm kidding. No, it's okay. Uh, no, but why? Why would I pay two hundred? That was not feminist. This is literally a job you could have given to a woman. I mean, if I, look, if the thing is though, I could literally just make an AI art and then just give two hundred dollars to a woman. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason for me. Oh, to, true. You know what I mean? Like, so that she doesn't have to work. She well, this is the benefit. Like, this is the benefit of AI art. Sure. It's like it's right. right like right. now, like I just saved lots of time and money and like i literally could now i have the extra money that i could actually use to hire like a woman or just like or just fuck you i don't know sophie you're you're asking hard questions all right (laughs) oh guys he has such a cute i'm just gonna give you sophie you want the 200 dollars? there you go there now it's fair i have i have album artwork that's cool and ai made it so i get to please the like the libertarian tech bros who who know and then i get to just give two hundred dollars to a woman so all my 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 leftist feminist friends will be happy too everybody wins okay wow yeah. but no i will say it's cool i like it um and i think it it does have its place and it's literally electronic music like yeah. the, the song just sounds so fake it's just electronic it's electronic music it makes sense yeah. i mean you made an artistic decision like that made sense uh, for like the music. Okay, all right. I feel guilty. I'm gonna get someone's gonna DM. Someone's <laughs> no, gonna DM me like, guilty. "Oh, you had two hundred thousand dollars in debt going to school to get an you're art like degree, an, and you have destroyed me." But you're an indie musician. Like you're an, like you know what I mean. Like you're a. I know that makes it worse. You're. I should have. I should be more <laughs> likely to give money to my my fellow artist friends. It's okay, Kyle. All right. I think it's okay. cool. I actually think it's really cool. Okay. All right. I think, see, like I was saying earlier, I think it's really, I think AI art is cool. I think, okay. It, it depends. 
it has its place. I really do. But you mean like when She-Hulk like, comes out and they they basically just use AI <laughs> to create the entire show? Oh God. Okay. Well, it has its place. Uh, I don't think we've all right collectively like decided what its place exactly no. is. But if you if you if you're an um, artist who uses it, you stink. But when I use it, it's pretty epic because it looks cool. Yeah. Exactly. So, so. It's all subjective, anyways. <sighs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right, what's next on the docket? Oh, yeah. Timothy uh, Chalamet. 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 Did I pronounce it wrong? Timothy Chalamet. This is a girl topic. All right, go ahead, girl. Okay. (laughs) Am I allowed to say that? I'm actually a woman. Go ahead, woman. You calling me a girl is actually like... You know, not empowering. Am I infan- <laughs> am I infantilizing you? You're infantilizing. No, me. no. I'm, Just talk about I'm Timothy Chamelay. How do you say? Wait, did I hang up on you? Crap. Hello. Sorry, I hung up on you. It's okay. Uh, oh, okay. Wait, how do you say? Tim- um, how do you say Timothy? Sh- is it Timothy Chamelay? Chalamet. Timothy. Timothy Sh- Sh- Chalamet. All right, all right, girl, all right, woman, you got so it. So it's a girl, girl, woman, girl, woman topic, and it's a girl topic because most girls love Timothy Chalamet. I'm, I'm I, I, I'm not one of them. Is that true? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. I'm learning. Like they think he, he they, he's listening. Yeah. I'm listening um, and learning. Yeah. Well, a lot of a lot of women think he's hot, attractive, cute. It's hard for me to know anymore. It's hard for me to know. I'm sure. Yeah, I know. Uh, I used to struggle to find, like, to, like, to see, like, what, like, understand, like, how women, like, saw men. Um, I I only like one male. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, anyway, I mean, I think, let me look at him. He's fine, Yo, I guess. He looks like, this, he looks like the, the killer, like, one of the killers in the movie They yeah, Slash Them. They Slash Them. You know he who, really does. You gotta watch the movie. There's this one really creepy person. Uh, you'll, know, you'll know who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. You'll know. You'll know instantly. Yeah. Um, he has an interesting face. Like, it's like, I don't want to judge anyone's appearance. No, actually. no, it's no, no. It's no. fucked up. No. Um, but anyway, he's like, he's a, I would say he's like a Gen Z heartthrob type guy he see, to but, me he seems ai generated as well like someone <laughs> someone typed in a, at a prompt that's like attractive like guy or something like that well i think a lot of his appeal is that he's french oh like he's american but he's like he like spent like he he spent like, <laughs> he studied, his childhood he go- studied abroad in france and <laughs> no no <laughs> he he no he like he he like he like went he he grew up like going back and forth from like France uh, and like New York New York. Okay. I think he's from a wealthy family. Actually, he went to NYU. I wonder if you guys were in NYU at the same time. I don't think so. I feel like I would have known. I know that the 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 Sprout twins, was that how you say Sprouse? The Sprouse, the Sprouse, Sprouse twins. They were there. Uh one of them was Oh my gosh. And he's, Did you ever meet him? No, but Okay, so he was, he, uh, he was Okay, after a year at Columbia Chalamet dropped out. He then resurfaced for a semester or two in NYU in 2015 to 2016. Okay. Maybe he was... Uh, yeah. I forgot what years yeah. I went to school, but maybe, maybe it was sometime he's, then. He's your age. He's 26. Okay. So we, we went to school at the same time. I didn't see him, though. Yeah. They could They actually were best friends, and they yeah. <laughs> hung out all the time. So. Yeah. We, we, we smoked, and we were talking about punk music, and he was like, you should start a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Okay. <laughs> Okay, and Thanks, then you were Tim. like, you should, you should go in this new movie. Uh, uh, call me by your name. I, I called him T. He was like, I was like, sub T. Tim. Oh, exactly. like, hey, Kaya. That's why he didn't know how to pronounce the name, exactly. last name, because he didn't even ever call him that. But yeah. Anyways, the news is that he wore uh, this backless jumpsuit at the Venice Film Festival. Why is this news? Well. It's a really interesting outfit, and at this point, I've sort of been like desensitized to like straight men like kind of dressing in these feminine like controversial outfits because it's like happened a lot. Like, you know, I think uh, Harry Styles is definitely a pioneer of this like movement. Not meaning, <laughs> <laughs> and by this movement, I mean like straight men like being really cringe and wearing really cringe outfits. Not like men being feminine. That I mean. You can uh, David Bowie, Prince, you know, like all sorts of other people were doing that and like 
way in a way cooler, more punk way than like Harry, this. St- Harry Styles is the pioneer of getting a disproportionate amount of attention and applause yes, for dressing for a- like a feminine guy. Exactly. And literally. now Timothy Timothy Tim- Chalamet Timothy is getting the same treatment. Timothy is just like a new man on the scene. You know, I think like Little Nas X has been doing this too. I think it's a it's a lot different because he's actually gay and like that's I and he's in like you know a, he's a rapper. So I think what he's doing is actually pretty. Punk oh, I loved I love uh, Little cool. Nas X. He, he's awesome. I like him too. I think he's really funny because he actually challenges cool. people. Like he actually he really pushes does. the like. I mean. His music I could do without. Like I don't really. No, no. I'm not super into it, but like yeah. as like a public like figure, I I'm really a big fan. Like yeah, he's really he seems like genuinely really nice. Like I know I know someone who like worked with him and met him at a party and like he. Dude is the, so or, awesome. Like, met him. He's super nice. Actually, I know the guy who like made the Panini music video. Oh yeah, um, yo we got, okay. And yeah. I hung out with him yes. and like he told a really nice story about Little Nas X. Basically, just like after that music video, like. The guy, the guy I know, like, thought he'd never, like, you know, talk to him again. And then, like, they met at a party and, like, Lil Nas X was so excited that he was there and, like, hung out with him all night. And, like, it was just super Oh, nice. my goodness. Like, I love Lil Nas X. Okay, so. And the Lil Nas X is just, like, happy to be there. All right, let's get Lil Nas X on the podcast. If we can't get him, yeah. we'll get you the friend of Lil Nas X, which is, like, kind of equally yeah. as epic. Or we'll get, exactly. we'll get the whole crew and we'll just do a round table. That would be awesome. But anyway, like, um this like this just just it doesn't surprise me but it's like it also looks bad like i think it looks horrible yes the outfit yes like it looks bad like if you're gonna do this like subversive like feminine thing like at least look good like i hmm. there's just so many other like ways he could have done this like i already like i would have like thought it was cringe that he did it because he's like a straight guy just like trying to be like edgy but like, it it's already it, like it, at least make it look good, and it looks bad. It is it is very strange. Like I I don't know like I don't know how else to put this, but growing up when I was like in elementary school and even like middle school and probably even throughout high school as well, I did face like harassment um, from like mm-hmm. various like guys who were kind of like you know just really toxic regarding masculinity like i had longer hair and they would push me around and call me you know gay or like a woman or whatever because i had long hair you know and mm-hmm. you know i don't know like i feel like uh, I, I don't know like that's i don't i don't know what that has I, that doesn't have to do with anything <laughs> actually i'm sorry you fi- you yeah, finished okay, the story. So like, I'm sorry. So you sympathize. You si- You know it's okay. It's okay. You can say that. You, know, you sympathize with the plight of the feminine straight guy. The feminine straight guy. I know, but like you're actually not I, that feminine now. Like at all. I'm not. Well, yeah. I, I, I. It just. I don't know. Just. Do you think it's been like bullied out of you? No. To an extent. Oh, actually, that's actually a really good question. I, I don't think so. I think a lot of the way the way i because i don't know like even just like a few years ago i was like painting my nails like different colors and stuff mm-hmm. and you were. I, yeah but i the reason i stopped Aww. the reason i stopped doing that was just because i didn't like how it looked you know what i mean oh like it mm-hmm. was it's very just like it wasn't like oh like i i actually didn't get i actually got a lot of positive attention for it like i got more positive attention for it See, than i actually liked this is what men are getting straight guys are getting clout for being feminine now yeah, like I don't want like I don't know I don't know whatever. Yeah, well no that's that's it's okay Kyle like you're, f- Kyle you're perfect how you are like, it's okay but like, um, this that you're not this is you're not on the same level as these guys like as far as like the damage that they're doing and by damage I mean like damage to my eyes and soul like. Okay, okay. Like having, I'm only doing a, I'm only doing a little bit of damage. You're not, not as doing much any as damage. You're not doing anything. I'm just okay. I'm sorry. I, I just, no, you don't have to be sorry. It's okay. Like you're just you're just talking about your life experiences, and it's you're not. You're, there's nothing wrong with you for that. <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry for don't everybody. Don't be sorry. For, I, no, I, I just I just don't remember what we're talking about. We're talking about Timothy Chalamet wearing an outfit that's ugly. Don't you okay? Don't Look you up. okay? But don't you think Timoth, Don't you think Timothy Chalamet is at least like a little bit more talented? Chalamet. What did I say? Oh, how did I, ta- well, how Chalamet. did I? Chalamet. 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 What the? Chalamet. 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 Timothy Chalamet. Was that what? Yes, what okay, Tim- whatever. Timothy Chalamet. I said He's that, French. but whatever. 
It's okay. No, I didn't. I didn't. It's hard. That. It's a hard name. I'm not gonna gaslight you on on my podcast. I didn't say no, that. No, it's okay. Well, you're it's gaslighting okay. me. No, I'm not. Okay. Anyway, well, um, you were asking a question. Is he a good? Isn't he a good actor? He is a. He's a pretty good actor. I would say he's. He's not horrible. He's. I think he's, he's pretty decent. good. I think he's, he's pretty good. He's a better actor than Harry Styles as a singer. Oh, for sure. So he has a little bit of like, and also he doesn't have this pattern. Okay, he actually does have a little bit of this a pattern of behavior with like being, like take going into like queerness, like because like he played a gay character in Call Me by Your Name or a bisexual character, and then. But it's okay. We I said think, that's okay though. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is okay. I'm just, I'm just, just like demonstrating like a timeline. Okay, like, okay, gotcha. And then like in this latest movie, the like the what the premiere that he's at, I think he plays another bisexual person, which is you know like I said is fine, but like he's a little bit known for like playing a gay gay characters a little bit. Um, so he already has that. He has a little bit of clout from that, but like before it used to be like kind of bad for your career, and now it's cool to gotcha. do that. I, there's one um, thing I, one thing that's yeah. kind of weird though is just like okay so as a music critic mm-hmm. this is something i think about a lot and i hate to say it because it makes yeah. me sound like a pretentious asshole but i feel like our standard for what is good art is just getting worse because it definitely is. like why are people pl- why do people care about him wearing this ugly ass outfit and giving him a plus it looks bad Stop! It stop! Bad. At, why are people letting a freaking AI thing make a piece of shit <laughs> art and give it the three hundred dollar prize? Like <laughs> seriously, if I were the art contest, yeah. I would sh- I would shut down. Like yeah, sorry, that was embarrassing. Uh, yeah. We're not a real contest for for letting that happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 all everything's going to shit. Oh, and then She Hulk. We fucking spent fifteen minutes talking about She Hulk. Oh God, what is? Oh, everything sucks. Us. Help us, and the only one who can help us is, is is help us, you know, segue into our next statement. Guess who our savior is gonna be? Joe well, Biden. Oh, oh, I thought you were gonna say Seabat. <laughs> oh, or no, it was well, Hudson actually, Mohawk. Hudson Mohawk. Okay. Well, right. Wait, unfortunately, me- some stuff from our personal life got leaked online. Let's just say, don't post about some some stuff on Reddit, okay? Because wait. wait. <laughs> Give me one second. Okay. Wait, where is it? Oh, I'm just going to search Seabat. Seabat? Apparently, oh, here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, hold up. Hold up. I have to make, uh, it was coming through my Air, Air my AirPods. It needs to come through my speakers. Gotcha. I'm sorry. This is taking way too long. It's okay. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right. One second. <laughs> Hold up! Oh my fucking god! I'm like I I can't figure this shit. Sophie, can you play? Can you play the song? Yeah, um. Yeah, I can't play it. But then I have to. Un- um. Wait. Yeah, right. I can play it. Actually. No, no, I can, no, no. I can. I can. No, I can play it. I can play it. Actually, I figured it out how to do it. I think. Oh! Oh! oh wait! Here. Oh, you got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. So funny. Oh my god! This is so hard. Technology. It's hard. okay. It's okay, sweetie. All right, I don't want. I hold up one second. <laughs> this took, that was not worth the, all the wait. <laughs> it's okay. All right, wait, well you're calling me. Can you can you play it from a computer? I I just played it through my phone. Did you not hear it? No. Oh, I just played it through my phone. Fuck. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll show up on the. Recording. Oh wait, no. The reason you. Oh, I see. Okay, I got it. All right, my bad. All right, so what were we saying? Oh, um, that song is gonna save art. I was gonna say that like we're the world is going to shit, but the person who's gonna save us is none other than Joe Biden. Ah, uh, Joe Biden. All right, who so just gave a, a interesting speech. This speech hit close to home because he gave the speech in Philadelphia while I was in Philadelphia, but I didn't go see the speech. But I was, Why it was not? In, because I, I wanted to uh... to stay home and focus on She-Hulk. <laughs> I was doing my feminist homework, Priorities. Which, is what, which is what Joe Biden would want me to do. Joe Biden wants me to watch. So 
the speech was very interesting for I think multiple reasons, uh, both from like a, a, I think what it it was politically what it says about like his presidency, and then I think also the the response on the internet has been also very disturbing. I'd say the speech was pretty disturbing. It really made me. It did not make me feel good. Um, yeah, bec- it didn't. Because uh, cause I, I think, um, you know, when you're when you're a politician, you got to play politics. If you're going to give a speech, it's like you really got to think about what the what the outcomes are. Like if you are a hardcore environmentalist and you want to save the planet, um, maybe, you know, you have some really radical beliefs. Like you want to like double taxes to save the environment, which I would be down for, you know. But, you know, if you're a politician, you got to like tiptoe and try to say things in ways that make sure you keep your approval rating high because not everyone's going to agree with you. That's just how it goes. And the fact that Joe Biden, like, sat down and, like, knew, okay, we've got this kind of, like, fascist movement kind of growing in the United States. Um, How are we going to address this? Maybe I can just do the old school, like, I'll just try to be, like, a boring, moderate president who does, like, what's that word? Uh, The, uh, what's what's the fuck? uh, Bipartisan. Bipartisan, thank you. Maybe I'll just be a boring president who does, like, bipartisan stuff, and, like, everyone can just chill out, and everything is going to be boring, and it's going to be okay. Um, Mm -hmm. That clearly didn't work because things have been just continuously getting worse from the midterm primary results where, like, basically all the Republicans who won are people who deny that Biden won the election. Like, it's gotten... Like the, the the scariest and shittiest elements of like the Republican Party now are just completely the dominant element, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's and I think I think him giving the speech was kind of a sign that he we don't know what to do about it. Like he's changing strategies, which is a way of saying the current strategy of just trying to be boring and everything goes back to normal isn't working like he has to switch and go on the offensive which is really risky like lots of people close to biden were probably like don't go on the offensive you're just going to give trump more power you're going to make you know people are going to accuse accuse you of being trying to divide the country and stuff um but he did it it was a depressing ass 20 minute speech about literally just about like we need to like protect our democracy he's basically just like begging the trumpies to stop yeah, yeah, it was, it was like, really... like, guys, stop, like, stop being insur- insurrectionist, stop being violent, and democracy is important, we gotta preserve it, and, like, good things will happen if we, like, preserve democracy, but some of these bad actors, yes, I'm talking to you, need to stop, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was really weird, it was really it weird, was weird because... It was bizarre. It, it felt really candid, like, it felt like... Like, like I said, like, there's been an elephant in the room, and for political reasons, everyone's been, like, Biden's been kind of ignoring it, but, like, the thing is, is the speech, in a lot, like, it was both simultaneously, like, boring and obvious, mm-hmm. like, yes, we yeah. should, if you, if you win the election, democracy is good, like, this is, like, boring stuff you learn in first grade, um, and it was also scary because, like, what he said was kind of like controversial, like going on yeah. Twitter after this really boring speech <laughs> and seeing so much visceral yeah, that's hatred, scary. That's like so people, scary that, like, people something were so boring and like obvious. And like, yeah, yeah. Like it sounds like, like a bunch of like fluffy, like boring, like liberal, boring, cent- like cent- centrist, boring stuff. Literally just centrist shit. And it like was just, that, yeah. And we're at the point where that is like inflaming a lot of people. Like, yeah. Damn. Like, Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro, by the way, and Ben Shapiro said in 2016, Ben Shapiro said, I am never voting for Trump. There's no way I'm voting for Trump. That's what he said back in 2016. And then now Joe Biden gives a very, very basic speech just saying democracy is good. We shouldn't let Trump supporters overthrow our democracy. It seems like they're trying to. So everybody who wants to preserve democracy, no matter who you are, should probably not let that happen, which should, in theory, include Ben Shapiro, because I think Ben Shapiro tries to be a guy who claims to give a shit about democracy. But Ben Shapiro, after this speech, even though back in 2016 he was saying he would never vote for Trump, was just completely hammering Joe Biden, just saying how divisive... Like It's like Ben Shapiro was cornered into, you need to pick a side. Are you going to stand with the Trump people who want to overthrow democracy? Or do you want to just like 
not go down that path and be literally anything else do you think that's do you think he's sticking with the chump people because he thinks that he like knows that's more lucrative yeah definitely i mean the thing is is if if ben shapiro decided to to say you know what i agree with biden's speech democracy is actually pretty good you know you can be a a republican and very conservative but we should probably you know support democracy if he said that he would have lost his career yeah i remember when he like made that video about the insurrection and just like completely trashing the insurrectionists yeah which was like controversial like i remember the comments were like what the fuck like why are you saying these things yeah and there was one really big lie in joe biden's speech that i thought was a very interesting strategic move which was he said that the the trump republicans are not the mainstream of the party. They don't represent the yes, party. Yes, I remember when he said that. I'm like, that's not That's true. not true. And obviously, it's a very smart political move because he's trying to keep the door open. So he's trying to like let there be space for a Republican Party without Trump to exist. You know what I mean? By like trying to like yeah. d- make that distinction. But it's kind of bullshit. And Ben Shapiro knows it. Every goddamn like soulless, modern... Which so, is going to alienate a ton of Republicans because, like, or upset them because they're like, I'm a Trump, like, you know, like saying, like, the Trump supporters are in the minority is just not true. Yeah, exactly. It's not. So it's really sad because the reaction has been, been essentially he's initiating a war against the Republican Party with this speech. Um, when, if you just look and listen to the speech, it is literally so, like, common sense boring, boring. Yeah. it's boring like i don't know like i feel i i know a lot of like people on the left wing feel very critical of american democracy because it doesn't do nearly enough to take care of a lot of our population but the fact that the overton window is like so far to the right that we need to like even protect that bare minimum of democracy that we kind of barely have is like mm-hmm. really freaking scary yeah all right, enough of the serious shit. Just more more signs that 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 stinks. The world is failing. I, well, I mean, I don't know. I'm glad you watched it though. It sounds like you kind of agree with me on it. Like, I don't know. I yeah, I agree. I was I was I remember just being like a little bit like not shocked, but just like, oh, that's a choice to say that like you know the Trump supporters run the minority, which is not true. Yeah, yeah. I was I was like, okay, that's interesting, and. I don't know. Whenever I listen to these, like the lefty side in me just gets annoyed because I'm like, oh god, like, like I just hate, like, like I hate the phrase, like, you know, like America is like the greatest country in the world and like has to be a beacon of like, you know, like has to like play the savior role. Like it's just really kind of annoys me. But like I know you have to say that. Yeah, yeah. It's really, so, it's like, really frustrating. Like it's, it's just like this is so bleak in so many different ways. It's like, yeah. It's like oh my god, this shit is way too right wing for me, but it's yeah. way too left wing for most of the country. Like what the exactly? It's exactly. like what the flying fuck is going on with this goddamn world? Exactly. <sighs> Alrighty. Um, another, another, just another story to to make it even worse. We got the Tiffany Haddish oh, situation. Yes. Oh man, we're five. To, <laughs> we're five for five on just great story. Actually, we had one good story. So five out of six yeah. stories have been depressing. What was the What was the good story? That's not good. Our personal information got leaked. Oh. What was the personal information? <laughs> um, Why don't you say it out loud uh, for the podcast? Um. The, oh wait. Oh yeah, that's right. Let's let's just say. Let's just say I do some crazy things to that song. <laughs> and and the, he asked Reddit about it, and it got leaked. So, you know, it's a it's a funny meme, but like think before you leak that information because yeah. Reddit's supposed to be an anonymous forum. I thought I forum. I thought I could trust Reddit. All right. All right. All right. No one. All right. Let's just do Tiffany. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. All right. So yeah, you, you so want to go ahead and take us away? Sure. Sure. So Tiffany Haddish is a, a comedian who, uh, I guess, like, honestly, has, like, sort of fallen from grace in recent years. I think she's, like, lost a lot of her popularity um, because, I don't know, I've just seen in the news that, like, she's had a lot of shows that have, like, flopped or, like you know like people like booed her and like she's just like bombed a bunch of shows and like 
she's she was in girls trip and which was really successful it's a pretty good movie i would say um she's an okay comedian i don't particularly find her that funny but you know she's been in commercials she's had like a lot of like mainstream success for a while but i think you know was on the decline but a story came out um that like two like i think one is an adult now but like two children who are and their mother i think who are like suing her and this other comedian i can't remember his name um for like sort of putting them in these like child pornographic situations for um these comedy sketches um i haven't seen them i've actually saw some like censored clips of them um i don't know if you've seen them before have Um, i seen them i didn't see them i read i read what they were yeah they're pretty gross like it wasn't funny enough to like even justify making it like yeah it's it's kind of weird because um, I don't think there's anything inherently like awful about a fourteen year old girl uh, performing a comedy sketch that involves like sexual jokes. Um, not because I think that like that like I, like I, I guess because I just know fourteen year olds are already a lot of them in school joking about sexual stuff. You know what I mean? That's tr- that's true, but like the fact that an adult like wrote it and like put oh that no yeah child in that situation is disturbing. Oh no, it, it is it is disturbing. I guess like the so basically the fourteen year old was like asked to like pretend to like give like oral sex. You know what I mean? Like on like a like a sandwich or something yeah. like that. And I mean that's yeah. that's pretty you know that's really bad. You know. I think if I were in that situation, I would be pretty like freaked out. I'm not gonna lie, like. I I think it would have, I don't know if it would have traumatized me, but it probably would have like freaked me out. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, it would have. It would have. I mean, I I I think that the comedians at hand here, um, really, really, really fucked up. Um, like really bad. Like you got to be really, really careful when um. The stuff with the little boy was even. The worse. stuff with the little boy was definitely worse because this is a seven-year-old boy in a much more uh, uncomfortable situation. Um, covered in oil or something like that, like shirtless with like a yeah, grown man. Sh- sh- yeah, it was really weird. It's just like this, this just did not seem funny at all. So it's like, no, why no. bother like putting these children through this? Like, yeah, no, I mean, the thing, like I said, like there are some, there are some 14 year olds who would be fine with doing like a, a, a skit like this, but you should definitely be like really really careful because if you end up working with a 14 year old who wouldn't be and would be like extremely uncomfortable that could really fuck them up like the seven-year-old after his skit called his mom in tears terrified by what just happened i feel like the comedians must have just been like so excited to to work on this show and stuff and so excited about this like comedy vision they had for whatever this skit was gonna be they just like were pushing to get it done and make it happen without thinking of the many, many things that, like, they, sh- like, the people they could have fucked with and hurt, you know? Yeah. Yes, but I do have to, I do have to question, though, like, why do they, like, what a, why do they even want to make this sketch in the first place? Like, especially the one with, like, the sandwich, like, why? Like, it's not even, like, I don't, I have to question a little bit, like, why you need a 14-year-old girl to do that, like. Mm. Do you think there was, like, like another motive, like, they, like, found. I mean, I don't know. It's possible. I mean, probably not, but, like, I have to question a little bit, like, why do you want a 14-year-old girl, specifically, like, a young girl, to, to, you know, perform this role and do this act like when you could literally just have an adult do it like or even i don't know it just seems a little bit weird i think because it's kids it's like outrageous and that's like suppo- right that's supposed to be the joke it's it's funny that we're making I, that these, these kids are doing I, something outrageous i get i feel like it's not that funny, it's definitely though, not so that like, funny it's definitely it's not funny yeah. it's just not fun it's like okay what, let's weigh the pros i, and I cons. get what you mean like, like i get the shock value of it but it's like oh no no like i feel like 
it just doesn't work. I mean, obviously not. If you have kids running out of the studio in tears, like you got to think a little bit harder here. Like, I mean, it's a pretty, it's a, it's even if you like executed it perfectly, it's going to be an average to below average skit at best. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see how you can make it work. It just, it's not funny. Um, but even like, even if it was funny, like, let's say they actually thought of a hilarious joke. Let's say they thought of a hilarious joke that somehow involves like a child doing something outrageous and making like a sexual joke. All right. Let's say they think of something that's uh, like genius. And this is definitely not it because it's not. But if they somehow did, I don't know. Co- comedians are creative. They can think of lots of stuff. Um, then, like I said, you got to like literally go through a lot of precautions. Explain to the parents, this is what's going to happen. This is what we're going to do. Is your I feel like Nathan Fielder did a good job of yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Like Nathan Fielder. Like in the stuff when he's used children. Like the, the claw of shame. Yeah, do you remember? Yeah, the claw. Exactly. It's like the claw of shame. You can do it. You can do it. You can have kids. You can remember him making a joke about eating the kid's poop or whatever like that. You know what I mean? Like it's like he's he's managed to do it with a lot more success oh yeah i mean i mean because first off his jokes are funny and two he's really he's actually funny and he's like obviously someone who's good with kids too so he knows to like monitor their emotions and if he starts detecting a kid's uncomfortable he would way back off before it got close to crossing the line you know what i mean i think that i uh, i think like part of the reason like why people like with tiffany haddish are a little bit like skeptical and like questioning her motives is that like she's hired she's hiring like a lawyer that's like represented like previous like sexual predators mm, i see like uh prince andrew hmm. um i think if prince andrew was it prince andrew um yeah interesting our fact checkers are looking um prince andrew yeah prince andrew's lawyer who like was involved in like the whole epstein thing but i mean to be i mean to be honest though like do you really think there's possibility that tiffany haddish was getting some sort of like sexual arousal from making a kid probably not i mean i have to i wonder about the guy though but like probably not but it's possible i mean i feel like in entertainment there are situations like this and like i don't know there definitely are like female like predators and such like i don't i i i don't think so that's my guess but it is people are a little bit you know yeah if there's like a five percent chance of it suspicious yeah yeah if there's like a five people are suspicious because of her choice of lawyer like a lawyer who is like represented like kind of obviously guilty like sexual predators it's like, oh, damn, does that mean it's, like, of that caliber? Which is probably not. Um, I mean, maybe there's more to the story. Um, I don't know. It's it's don't it's know. hard for me to say. Like, I do feel like the headlines, you know, like, like for example, the kids... A little bit, like, sensational. They're a little explosive. Like, like for example, like, uh, Tiffany Haddish is being accused by the kids' mar- uh, parents... Of, of, molestation. of molestation and like is which is she didn't like actually like do that in that way like she didn't like actually molest them like molest them she just put them in like kind of unsavory like sexual comedy situations that she probably should not have done especially like without like talking to them about it and like really like making sure it was appropriate yeah. and like, safe for them um which is like a form of like child endangerment i, I guess like yeah. it's very irresponsible and and wrong but she didn't actually like sexually like no she made the kid pretend to give head them. to a sandwich like the kids are the, the kid's mom is saying that like the kid's innocence has been completely taken away from them and their childhood is ruined and like i'm sorry but like i you know like it yeah it's an uncomfortable situation but i don't know it it does kind of make me kind of scratch my head like really it's hard for me to think of this as being like a really like traumatizing experience to do a comedy bit it's possible i mean it's possible i don't know it's hard for me to say like it's really hard for me to say yeah like hmm. when you are in those situations it is really like as a young like a young teenage girl like it happens like not that specifically but like i don't know it it it, it I could see how it. I think I understand how it would be traumatizing for the boy more. Yeah, no, the the know. boy definitely sounds. When you're seven years old, you're especially really, you know. It's possible. Like, I mean, I wonder. I don't know. I I have a little bit of sympathy and like, just because I was a teenage girl 
I, I, I think ultimately, like, even if the mom who's defending her kids is being a little bit hyperbolic by saying their innocence has been taken away or whatever, I do ultimately stand with the kids, think the comedians completely mishandled it. And I do think maybe I have a little bit too much sympathy for the comedians, which should be something I actually think about and want to take into consideration, is that, like, as a comedian, sometimes you have this little stupid idea in your head that maybe is mildly offensive here and there, and you just are so committed to the bit. You you, you mm-hmm. do it, and you end up hurting people, and mm-hmm. there's really no excuse for it. Like, and I, it's something I'm very cautious about, and it sounds like they weren't cautious mm-hmm. about, and it's, like, a good lesson for me that, like, you know, yeah. maybe I have a stupid idea, but then when it actually happens... In practice, I I, did, I don't realize until it's too late. Like, oh wow, that was a a pedophile skit. That was a bad idea. I shouldn't have done that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just something I think about. Sure. Yeah. It's it's a good lesson for everyone to be like careful and think things through and think about the the people you could be hurting with whatever you're you're creating and putting out there on the internet or in and like any yeah sort of broadcasting situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I we'll we'll see how it develops. Um Yeah. I don't know. It's, it just seems like a sucky situation in general. I agree. I agree. It does it does suck. It sucks. Yeah. Um all right, Sophie, looks like we're kind of reaching the end of the episode now. Do you have any last thingies to say? Mm, no, I do not. I think I think we actually I think we had some good combos today. Um yeah, I think I feel pretty good. What about you? Um, one second. Sorry. You're good. Come on. Come on. Come on. What's wrong? I hate Spotify so fucking much. Oh, is it not playing the song? There we go. Ooh. Is it playing? Is it playing? I can hear it. <laughs> I'm playing it into the microphone. I don't okay. know if it's going to work. I just, I'm just mad that bit didn't work as well as I thought. Uh, All right, okay. well. Um, All right, should we? We should go. We should wait, go. Wait, everybody wait, wait. go. Let's... I'll just, I can just edit this song. Into, let's into do an the outro. Podcast. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. This Thank has been you your so base much. news. Thanks for joining me, Sophie. Mm-hmm. Um, bye-bye. Base bye. News Network. Base News Network.